hello and welcome back to this week's episode of in distress i know that i should be ashamed i know that i know that it's been a couple months i actually don't even remember the last time i recorded a podcast um honestly i could give you ten thousand excuses but um i'm gonna be really real with you y'all i ain't have nothing to say isn't that ironic isn't that ironic ciao roll the intro and enjoy the ad thank you hi um thank you for listening to that ad i really appreciate it um gosh i don't even know where to start um i feel like so much has happened i don't even remember like the last thing that i talked about um i'm not gonna lie to you life life has really it's been kicking me while i've been down i will say though i have been taking a lot more like a lot better care of myself did that sentence even make sense i've been taking a lot better care of myself i've been taking a lot more care of myself child i don't know anyways but i've um i've really just been trying and successfully yeah i have been successfully like sleeping i can't count today because it's literally 4 53 a.m and i have to be up for work um like to actually like wake up and get ready at like 8 15 um but any other time like any other time before this i've been doing like really well and just like you know like making sure i get my eight hours because i'm in this class and the professor was like yeah like sleeping is really important and i'm not gonna lie like i really did like i was that girl who would stay up all night and you know do homework and study and i'm just realizing that there are just so many other things that are more important and i shouldn't like be doing that like and it sounds dumb i'm saying it like this also y'all i'm sorry this chair mad squeaky i be sitting in this chair heavy and it keep doing the same thing but y'all know i don't have my life together like that so it's okay also if you hear the roosters um doing that you know making that sound they make when the sun comes up child y'all gonna have to push through like it's 4 54 i really don't know like for the past couple of days they just been They've been making that cockadoodle do sound a lot heavy and it's really confusing for me because I'm like, girl, like you do realize the sun ain't even up yet, right? Like you, you know that I know that. So there's no way that you don't know that. Like there's no way that you don't know that. Ooh. Anyways, sorry. I was thinking. Anyways, um, so I'm just saying I'm gonna complain about my assignments for like three minutes and then I'm gonna actually get on track with what I need to be talking about. Also, hold on two seconds, two seconds while I lean over to get the time for the project because I don't like have a time or anything. I just be talking. Y'all know I just be talking. That's why these episodes be so long. I don't have I'm not a contemporary girl with a doc. I can't I can't go off that. I got to go off the off the dome straight off the dome so um just some assignments i have um so spring break is coming up at my school so i have okay i have a 15 page research paper due for one of my classes and it's due on friday 
um and i haven't started it yet haven't started the research i know what y'all thinking like tori what are you doing girl it's gonna be okay um but i have that to do and it's due it's a first draft so like it doesn't have to be like absolutely amazing but i kind of want it to be like at least like decent so that i don't have to go back and like um do too much fixing to it like when I turn in the final paper but it doesn't have to be perfect or anything but I'm gonna do my best or whatever um so I don't have to work as hard when I go and do my revisions and then I have a business proposal it has to be five seven pages um and that's for my business writing class which I kind of honestly hate I really don't like that class like I took it because it filled a like you have like two like critical thinking and writing courses that you had to take at my school and so I was like I'll just do them both now because I didn't want to do any more entrepreneurship classes because to be completely honest with you like I know that's half the major I get it I get it my major is media entrepreneurship but um and it's interdisciplinary but I I'm not gonna lie like I don't really care about like I don't have I don't think I have the creative mind to like come up with like an invention or like this big thing to answer a world problem I don't think I have that in me and it's becoming very obvious to me as I'm getting through and going through like my um like wrapping up um graduating soon hopefully um not too soon like next year but um it's kind of sick but I didn't really want to do that so I've just been doing that um, I've been doing like these like more writing based classes and then like I just have like I kind of like my classes a little bit more um I have this international business class that I'm in and I low-key hate that class just because it's boring um but I mean I go to class and whatever um and I have this the paper that's due is for this creative media class and it's so like I don't like the class because the readings are so heavy and I don't do them like so that was another thing so like spring break is coming up like the week after next so, like my papers are due so like my papers due um my 15 page paper is due Friday and then my business proposal is due Sunday and so I'm just going to like I took off the week of spring break from work so I'm going to catch up on my readings for the class I haven't been doing the readings for because um we have like this final and it's actually going to be like you have to like write like type it's like take home but like you have to like type out like what the authors were talking about and what their main ideas were and I was like I should probably catch up on that um it won't be the only thing I'm doing for spring break I also want to like hang out with my friends and stuff and actually enjoy my break but I knew that I wouldn't be doing any work and I wouldn't be actually living my life and having fun if I didn't take the week off work and I also hate work also my shoulder on 10 all the time I don't know what's going on with that girl I'm going to the doctor um next week I think hopefully to see what's going on because whenever I go to work mm -mm, it's not given it'd be two I work two days and then like after an hour of me working both of those days like my shoulder hurts so bad but I have a high pain tolerance so I don't know if there's something more serious going on and like I just don't know like the extent of my pain or if I'm like it just hurts like and there's like I, I don't know I'm hoping that my shoulder is just strained or something because I'm not really looking forward to having anything else wrong in my life right now um anyways I complained for my five or around five minutes about school 
um i kind of just came on here just to chat because i feel like um before i do like big things um or like whenever something big is happening in my life i feel like i like i need to work through it or like give myself a second to think through it and well 5 a.m on a saturday morning seems like the appropriate time to do such um i feel like i don't know i was thinking about this earlier because i really wanted to do the podcast like i really wanted to make it a point of doing it this week um because i knew like i was gonna have to focus on those projects and i i don't mind having things on my mind even like if i'm like doing schoolwork, but a lot of the things that i feel right now are like i don't even know how to explain it i feel like i feel so many things right now and i don't like but like you know like i'm instead of like being able to like feel one emotion at a time it feels like i'm like obviously you feel many emotions at once but like it it feels really overwhelming right now um which is really unfortunate because i do enjoy like taking time to really like think through like just things in general and maybe that is like maybe i i do be thinking too much i will say that i do think that i overthink some things and i overanalyze things but sometimes it does i think i think it does take that over analyzing and it does take that like really thinking on something for you to really understand um how you feel about a situation or how you feel about someone or something so i've been doing a lot of thinking lately but like not but like i feel like what i'm going through right now is like like i was saying like so heavy that i can't like I don't really know how to I don't even like I just I don't know point blank I guess like I it's just like it's like okay so my mom messed up her shoulder maybe like a month ago and so or like two months ago and so she had to get surgery and everything and I don't know if I've talked about this I think I talked about it before she got her surgery but she got her surgery and she's okay now and everything but I'm not gonna lie it's been really like a lot it's been like and like what's crazy is like I knew it was gonna be a lot and I believe I said it was gonna be a lot on the last episode um I kind of just like I, I said it was going to be a lot emotionally and mentally, but I don't think that, but you know, like when you kind of know that like something's going to be away and so you kind of try to prepare for it, but like you can't really prepare for it because you don't know what's going to happen. Like you don't know how you're going to react and you don't know how you're going to feel. And that's basically what happened. I knew that it was going to be emotionally and mentally like this is going to be like a really challenging couple of months for me, like outside of school and outside of the stress that comes with that and outside of the stress that comes with like, you know, like living life and how you in like dealing with relationships and um, 
just trying to figure out what you want from life and what you're doing and what makes you happy like aside from the stress from that I knew it was going to be a lot especially just because I've been working through a lot of my childhood trauma which like I don't have a therapist yet like I really want one but um I can't get one right now so I'm gonna have to put that to the back so like really it's just me having to like figure out what like figure out what I'm feeling right now and then like in the moment to whatever happens to me so like if something bad happens then it's like I have to really like sit and like try to digest my emotions one at a time but like I said it's really hard to do that because you know like emotions are so complex like it's like um if somebody stole something from you it would be like something important like really important to you like maybe like somebody gave you maybe like a family member gave you something and somebody stole it or you lost it and then you know like you feel like you know like you're like sad that that thing is gone but you also feel like guilt because like how could I have let that happen or like how could I have like left myself vulnerable or why didn't I take care of that thing and then you also feel like a little bit of shame because you don't know how like if you tell the person that you know somebody stole the thing you gave me it's kind of like oh, are they gonna be mad at me you're like worried about other people's perception of what happened and you're just like like depending on what their reaction is you know it determines how you feel like it's gonna either be like oh you feel shame or it's gonna be like you feel remorseful but like regardless like you're gonna feel something and it's like numerous so like those feelings that I just said like you're feeling all of those things at once but maybe right now you're just really worried and like trying to figure out like did I misplace it like where was the last time I saw it where did I put the thing that I lost or somebody took like where was the last place I saw it and like you know like you're just very singularly focused on like oh I have to find it like I have to find it and then maybe once you realize that somebody stole it or once you realize that it's probably just gone and you've done everything you could and you've looked everywhere that's when you kind of start feeling those other emotions and that can really be a lot because especially for me like I'm a very like sensitive okay wait I don't know if I really like describing myself as very sensitive I don't know because I feel like like the way that it sounds it makes it seem like oh she's super oh she's so sensitive but like I don't mean it like that like I I just I'm I'm open to feeling my emotions and when things happen to me I will feel them like I'm not gonna run away from my feelings on something because if I do I'm gonna end up even worse than I would have been if I just felt the feelings so I just do it I just feel it anyways I'm gonna take the hit take the hit um and so I'm sorry my my throat is dry but um anyways but um yeah I'm a fairly sensitive person I'll say that yeah um anything that I feel like I'm probably going to react out of emotion before I think about my like before I think about something and like act rationally I'm I'm not and that's not my first choice my first option is not rational or if it is okay for instance um there was like something that happened to me recently and which is actually crazy because I learned about this in one of my classes so we were talking about um radical candor 
And for me to explain what that is would be really not helpful. So um, basically, um, there was like four. Okay, so like, um, imagine like a square, right? Okay, now cut it in half and then cut it in half again. And you have four little squares, right? Okay. So there were four different ways that hypothetically in my class what I was learning um hypothetically uh and it's like a it's like a business like um it's like it's like a psychology class but like business but like definitely giving psychology but like with like a business name on it you know what I'm saying anyways so it's about it's like a management class but you the book is heavy on like behavior and everything like that which is really interesting but anyways um so anyways in the four little um squares there was radical candor and then and that was on like the top right and I'm just gonna like try to explain it like the best I can without having to get too deep into anything okay so there was like um like radical candor is basically I'll say it like this I could be wrong y'all I don't know I was kind of falling asleep in class that day but I I'm not going if the professor heard this I'm sorry anyways um but there was radical candor on like the top right side and that was kind of like the best way or like how we wish and hope that we react to situations right okay so there was that in the top right radical candor and then to the left there was like um ruinous empath and that was like described as somebody who wouldn't say anything if somebody so like it was taught in the context of like if you're managing like a group of people or really one person so let's say um there was somebody who the best way that I can describe it is like if I'm talking about my job. So um, let's say or like a team project. So there's like one person in your group who just they just cannot like they just they don't do the thing right. Like maybe you're like you're building an Excel sheet or a booklet or something or a workbook or whatever. And they just can't like they messed up the numbers like you did most of the work. And all they had to do was go in and put the totals in and they messed it up. And now you have to redo the whole sheet or there's somebody who works on um, the line with you at a restaurant and they just can't like they just cannot get the hang of anything and it's so like let's say radical candor is like the thing like the best way that you would handle like you know like ideally you would you know um, coach the person through it maybe or be just upfront and honest with them like hey can I really I care about you and this is why I'm going to tell you that you're not doing a good job. Let's work on this. Let's work. To, let's brainstorm some ideas on how to fix it. Whereas the ruinous empath on the left side of the the top left side um, is the person who would just like they just they don't care like they don't care. Um, they're just not going to say anything. They'd rather just be quiet and don't want to confront the situation. Just leave it alone. And then there was um, the other, like the bottom left side, I think was, I really can't even remember, but I think it was something about being obnoxious. I don't know. I think it was obnoxious aggression. 
or obvious no it was definitely obnoxious aggression i think or something like that and nobody really stood over there so i really don't even know what that little square was for child like i said i fell asleep in class anyways and then like the back right was like people who would just like i don't really remember the name of that one either but it was more so like people who would be like would like aggressively like tell you like hey you're messing this up get out of the way just get out of the way just let me do it like you know like kind of like you know and that's valid all of the all of those responses are valid and so I ended up like she told us to our professor told us to go to whatever like area we think that we most um like the way that we think that we handle situations like the most like which square do you think you you're in but you could the thing is you couldn't stand in the radical candor square which is like what everybody strives to do it was like you okay let's be real and like let's kind of you know how would you you how would you handle this outside of that so I ended up standing in the ruinous empathy um square because of a very specific situation but it was honestly just because after we had talked about it in class and everything and why some people stood where they stood, um, it started becoming pretty obvious that I'm just like, I just don't like confrontation. I just don't. And I, and I don't, I don't like confrontation. It's not something I enjoy. And I think that that stems from childhood trauma that I was talking about before. Um, I just, I don't, it was just always so much easier to just not to just take the hit and then go and then just go be by myself. So anyways, back to what I was saying about my mom. Um, I feel like I really don't know what the point of me saying all that was. I'm not going to listen to this back probably because I just don't feel like it. But um, yeah, I think I just wanted to mention the confrontational thing. And so, yeah, um, so I think, oh, I remember what I had said that anyways, I'll just finish what I was talking about before. Um, so, you know, it's really easy to like kind of act on emotion and that's what I do most of the time. And so now I'm remembering why I said all of that, um, in the in a situation that I, that happened to me previously, um, or recently or whatever, I had kind of really tried not to like I tried to really think first like I tried to be rational you know I try not to act on that emotion because I do that all the time and then I act on the emotion and it happens sometimes with my sister like sometimes she'll like come in and talk to me after work and, and then like she would do it like when I was in high school a lot and she still does sometimes like after work she would come and talk to me and be like hey um, good morning. How are you? And I'm like, girl, I do not want to talk to you right now. Please leave. Or like, literally, I would scream at her, like, leave me alone. Like, please stop talking to me. And like, sometimes I do it when I come home from work because I just don't want to be talking. Like, prior to my mom being here because she had like has to be because she can't work right now. Um, she would like every time I would come home, like she would be like, hey, like, um, how was your day at work? How was school? Asking me all these questions, and I'm like, girl, please. I don't know. I've, I've done all the social stuff today. Please don't, don't ask questions. Don't do that. And it's just not the right way to go about things all the time. Not all the time. And so I'm definitely a person who, 
understand saying things in the heat of the moment and I'm also a person who understands like but I understand it from both sides like like I am definitely the person who does that at times but also if other people do it I can like sympathize or empathize whatever with them because I do that or like I've done that in the past so like I I know what that looks like and I know what it feels like to say things that you don't mean just because like you like in the moment like you were like emotionally not together and it came out on somebody else and feeling that way sucks but but very important why I was like I'm gonna think and where why I've started recently to really like try to like think through my stuff before I say anything because I don't like confrontation like I said and I get nervous and stressed it doesn't matter who I talk to like literally I will get nervous and stressed it could literally be um it could literally be on talking to my sister and if I'm nervous or stressed about something child is coming out shaky and I might start crying um and so I've been really trying to work on being like thinking rationally and kind of taking a second to step back or remove myself from a situation so that I don't um say things that I don't mean or say something that I regret because I hate the way that I feel after I say something that like I didn't mean to say or I didn't say it how I wanted to say it and it it just leads to like a lot of like self-loathing and I just I don't want to feel like I just don't want that anymore like I really just want to be balanced and happy and I have a lot of things to go through before I can get there and I feel like tackling this along with my childhood trauma is very important so the other day so like I like um, I have to help my mom out a lot now. My dad was doing it for a long time because he took a lot of he took some time off work to help, and so he recently went back to work. So I'm it just be me here during the day unless I have um class. Um, and then my sister will be at work for so, for a long time, and then she um she's usually asleep during the day until she goes back to work later, and so it kind of just like everything is kind of like left on me now which is a lot emotionally and mentally um just because like I was thinking about this earlier before when I was thinking about doing the podcast and I just really had to say this like I really wanted to say this um and it's just like I just don't have like time for me anymore and it really sucks and it it and like if there's like one thing that the situation with my mom has taught me is that like I think I'm starting to realize that it's okay to be selfish um which is really tough for me because I've always been the person I've always been a person who puts other people before me and I've always just been like a really like and I've always worked really hard at being a compassionate person because like I just you know, like you grow up and your parents are always telling you about how you should treat people the way that you want to be treated. And so like, I do that. Like I give like 120% of myself into like mostly everything that I do. And that leaves me in a very vulnerable situation in like everything that I do because I want to be compassionate and I want to be there for people the same way that I want people to be there for me. So I end up down bad 
a lot of the time and then me not liking confrontation kind of allows people to take advantage of my compassion and this is like and not me not liking being confrontational starts like like playing a role into like me needing and understanding that I have to start that I kind of have to like be selfish like I have to choose myself sometimes and things and that's been a really tough thing for me to unpack recently because like like I said like it's just really hard to like sit there and be like I'm going to choose me right now because like at the end of the day like when you think about it like nobody else is going to do that the same way that you do like nobody else is going to show up for you the same way that you show up for you nobody else knows like what you need the way that you know what you need unless you communicate that to them and so like I really have to sit back and ask myself at times like what do I want right now from life and what do I want to feel and how do I feel and how can I change whatever I'm going through right now to get me to how I want to feel And so the compassion thing has really been weighing heavily on me because a couple of weeks ago, I think, um, my dad had said something along the lines of, or my parents had just been kind of saying that like I was selfish and it just rubbed me the wrong way completely just because like I know that that's not true. And I think it gets really hard sometimes. And this is where like the trauma stuff comes into play. Like it's, it's like, there's like the person that you know that you are. And like, for me, like I've always just wanted to be like a well-rounded and good person. And so like I do the things and I've taken and I consistently try to take the steps to make that a reality for myself like I want to be a compassionate person so I care about others the same way that I want people to care about me and you know like you can't be compassionate for other people until you're compassionate with yourself which is actually something I wrote in one of my journals for school um for the class that I like um which is actually really crazy because I in that journal I actually talked about how compassion I feel like because we had watched this video lecture and so I was kind of like talking about the talking points that were in it and then like adding my own like ideas to it and um one of the things that Brene Brown had said in her TED talk was um that you can't be compassionate for others until you're compassionate for yourself and I remember that I was like I think that you can be compassionate for other people without being compassionate for yourself because I am not compassionate for me like right now like I think I once was like very compassionate and always like you know like wanted like knew what I wanted for myself and I I was I wasn't as judgmental to me and I showed up for me at one point in my life and I don't really necessarily know when that stopped but it did but because I knew like what like because I knew what I deserved then I understand what other people deserve if that makes sense so like I know and understand the idea of compassion for myself 
for my I, I've understood it for myself at one point and so I can be compassionate to other people but I don't necessarily have that same amount of compassion for myself which I am working on but like I don't have but like like I've talked about before like I just tr- like right now I'm just really trying to be my own friend like I'm trying to be there for me like I feel like like I've said before and like I was just talking about a couple minutes ago like I just I want to treat people like the same way that like I want to be treated and so like I give like so much of myself in my relationships in my life um because I like would like that same thing in return and so like when it's not returned you kind of start like questioning whether you do deserve that and why other people can't give you what you believe and know that you deserve and so that's kind of where things get tricky and I think also where you can lose compassion for yourself because you get wrapped up in being there and not being selfish like you get wrapped up in always being 120% there for other people that you forget to do the exact same thing for yourself and so that's where I'm at personally like right now like I understand and like I'm I, I try to be there for my friends all the time and like you know, like, because like, that's how I want my friends to show up for me. And so um, I'm really just trying to do that for myself and be a little selfish. But like I said, that kind of gets hard. Because like, I know that I'm not selfish. Like, I know that, like, because I know me and I'm finally, you know, getting to the point where I'm like, I know, like the things that I prioritize in my life. And that is one of the things like, I care about my relationship with people and I care about my connection with people. And so like, I'm just genuinely not capable of being like, I, it's tough to be selfish when you care about people so much. I'm so sorry. I'm going to unlock my computer really quick, really quick, y'all. One thing I'm not going to do is be a prepared podcast host. I am never prepared for the drop okay I'm back okay okay I'm sliding back I'm sliding back okay so um but yeah I think it just is really tough to be selfish but like not in the definition that people like in the like bad defin in the way that people associate it with so like I feel like a lot of times when people say that people are selfish in society now presently I feel like when people say they're selfish, they mean like, you know, like money hungry or like really greedy. And, and I feel like selfishness can look different for many things. It doesn't just have to be, it's not just a money thing. I think it's also just like, it can be anything. Like you can be selfish and greedy for power. You can be like selfish and only think about yourself and like only think about you without thinking about like what your how your actions affect other people and I think that's where I I think like selfishness gets a little skewed with the way that I'm thinking about it because I'm thinking about it in a way of like I have to show up for me and so I have to be a little selfish not like not like I like I don't even know how to explain it like not that I want to fully submerse myself in thinking that I'm the only person who exists like 
I'm, I'm never going to be that person and I don't want to be that person. But like there does come a time a little bit where you have to set those boundaries um, with people around you. And yeah, I just don't think that being selfish should be, I don't think like the word, it has so many different contexts words are weird like English is so strange in that way like I'm sitting here and I'm meaning like selfish as the way I've described it but like it also has so many different other meanings especially depending on like how someone says it or the tone and inflection in somebody's voice when they say it and so like it really all just depends on how you're saying it I don't know language is weird but um one second Y'all, I be talking heavy and my throat be dry. Anyways, but, um, yeah, there's that. So, my dad had said, like, you, like, I don't know why you're acting selfish and everything. And he just meant, like, you know, like, um, he did mean it in that, in, in the, in the way that, like, it's perceived, like, like, you only think about yourself type of way. And I, like I said, like, I know who I am and, like, I don't, that's just not true, and it becomes kind of hard to to fight like that internal like voice that's like I'm not selfish but it's also like like that's my like that's my dad like those are my parents that are saying that maybe I am and you're kind of like pulled in that direction but you're also still pulled in the direction of like being self-assured like I know who I am and I know that that's not me and I'm sorry that you don't know that but and it's and it also gets really hard um in the context of like parent and child relationship to um be able to forgive your parents for the things that they say because they don't know how it affects you And so that's been another thing that's been tough because like recently I've really, like I said, like I've been unpacking like that and, and like, as I've gotten older, like I've talked about like seeing my parents as being like humans instead of just being like, oh, like these are my, and like, instead of viewing them as parents, like viewing them as human beings and like seeing those flaws and accepting them and a lot of things. And like the thing that goes hand in hand with that idea of viewing your parents as human is realizing that yeah they like yeah they're going to make mistakes and yeah they don't completely understand or know the how the things that they say affects you like they don't know how you view them in your head and it also is hard I think to explain that to people especially a parent because like they just want the best for you and they care about you and they do things to protect you so that you, you know, you don't end up, you know, hurt. And sometimes it's that very thing of them trying to protect you and trying to take care of you that ends up hurting you. And so I think that's a very, it's a very fine line that I don't really know if anybody will ever be able to, like, I don't think any, I don't know if anybody can really walk that line um the the right way I don't know I think that's that's a big question I don't know if I'll ever even have the answer to that um because I feel like everybody's gonna mess up like 
everybody's gonna mess with their kid a little bit like at this point but um i heard this great quote a couple of weeks ago and somebody was like um you know like i can't blame somebody for who they are when they're hurt because when i'm hurt i don't even know what did that girl say child she said something along the lines of like um she can't blame people for who they are when they're hurt because she knows who she is when she's hurt and it's not the person that she is and I was like she kind of ate there she did eat there because it is true like I feel like a lot of people have like obviously like every human has things that they're working through and like has things that they um have struggled with and so you kind of just don't know what that person has experienced and you know there's just it's a lot of nuance to everyone and so that's tough but um yeah I think that was really tough to because because of the way that I think of my parents like I've always and this is where the childhood trauma really sets in and I've been talking about this in my journals for class which by the way my professor probably knows a little too much about my life to be completely honest but she's so motivational and I'll get to that later at the end of the podcast so um anyways but um and like the thing is is that like while I'm saying this I still love like my parents like I still love them and you know like I want them to be happy and healthy and all of the things and I wish them the best and everything um and it's also like I do have to work on me though I do have to acknowledge these things so that I can fix them so that I can be better so that I can be a better person for whoever you know so I can be a better person for me so I can be a better person for my kids in the future so I can be a better person for whoever I marry you know so um child what was I saying I was saying stuff anyways but my um I think you know like like I said like your parents they they do things and they say things and like I was saying my childhood trauma I think comes from the way that I view my parent like the way that I view how my parents think of me how they perceive me and I'm sure a lot of people also feel that way um I just like I just have always wanted to make my parents proud because like I grew up and I always felt like I had to like make up for um other things yeah I'll say that um without getting too deep into it I had I always felt like I had to make up for other things and make them proud um and so that's what I would do like I would get the good grades so that I could make them proud like and like it was like oh yeah good job Tori and it was like it was like expected so it wasn't like I was getting a big pat on the back or anything which I think did affect me I do think that but um I think it's just it's a lot it's a lot to unpack there the way that the the, like I like I said I've always just wanted to make them proud and when I can't do that or I think that I didn't do that or that it's not possible for me to do that that's when things really go downhill for me because in my mind I've always in my mind like they were always like it was like if I make them proud I'll be I'll be everything's gonna be okay like everything's gonna be fine 
and obviously like once you get older like you start realizing that like it's not it's not about them and even my parents have like told me on numerous occasions like um you know like nobody can live my like I can't live my life for them like I have to do what I'm meant to do and I have to do what makes me happy and while it's so much easier said than done it's so much easier said than done because it is true and they told me that but like it like I said it's so much harder to do that and believe that um than it is yeah it's just hard to believe that it's just really hard to believe that and so I think that's where things get really that's where things really come into play for me I think with my relationship with them is that like I just care about the way that they perceive me and I still do and I'm really just trying to work away from that and so I think that's where my self-worth gets wrapped up in I'll be like oh I didn't make them like it'll be like I failed that accounting class last semester right and a lot of it was like it wasn't even necessarily that I was failing something which was a lot for me because I had never really experienced failure in that way before um and so but it was more so it felt so heavy because I felt like I was letting down my mom because I've always just wanted her to tell me that she's proud of me and it it didn't happen it doesn't happen in the way that I need it to happen like like I be needing I be needing words of affirmation she's just not that kind of girl and that's okay it's just that like now I have to go and I have to I have to give myself what I need are you seeing what I'm saying are you seeing what I'm saying that's just not how she is and so I have to go I have to give those words of affirmation to me I have to give myself what I need because nobody else knows what I need the way that I know what I need. Are you seeing, see, we're, are you, we're going full circle. I don't know if the dots are connecting for you, but they connected for me anyways. And so that's just where I am. Like I'm fully in that right now. I'm navigating that along with so many other things which is why I really need to come on this podcast and talk because like it's really a lot to be like unpacking all of that and like on top of that like I'm doing it alone it's not like it's not like I share this and tell this to everybody who I need like yeah right now I'm really just focusing on unpacking and working through my childhood trauma and so here's where it starts and here's where it's where I'm at right now I don't openly do that no that's that would be weird um so it's 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 just a lot of that right now it's a lot of that in my head um so I have to like you know and I'm I'm not good like I'm not good at that like obviously I recognize that I need that and I have to offer that to myself but like I said I'm I'm lacking a little bit of compassion for me and so I'm really just working on building back believing that I deserve things and being a little selfish and so that's where everything comes back that's why everything is a full circle because because I'm I'm lacking the belief in myself and the belief that I deserve 
what I, the same amount of love and praise and like everything that I give other people, I feel like I'm not as deserving of it because of the, because of like feelings of failure or like the way that I think that whatever I do would be perceived as by my parents and other people. So I really, I'm just really right now trying to work on getting to the point of building healthy goals for me. Yeah, that seems valid. That sounds valid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That sounds, that sounds valid. Um, yeah, I'm trying to focus on, um, setting the right goals for myself because I'm really hard on me. Um, because like I was really hard on me because I, I cared about how my parents felt about me. And so in turn, I would be hard on me if I wasn't meeting certain expectations, AKA their expectations, I wasn't hitting the goal. And so now I'm trying to like figure out what my goal is for me. And that's, that's, it's kind of hard, like to, it's really hard actually to remove yourself from like remove the voices outside to what's you know to just solely thinking about you and it feels wrong it feels wrong that's the thing for me like it feels wrong to solely focus on me for a second but it's also like if I don't take the time to focus on me then I can't be a full person if that makes sense like I feel like I can't be completely me if I don't sit here and show up for myself and yeah that's where I'm at right now I think it's a lot and it's kind of heavy so yeah that was good I'm gonna take a quick break it'll be like it don't even be a second for you I'm gonna take a quick break um and then I'm gonna come back and discuss something else okay okay hey y'all okay I'm back um I think I don't know I have so many things I do want to talk about but I might save I'll save one for later um next week because I'll probably definitely be doing a one next week um hopefully a lot of that paper will get done during the week so I'll have time but if not then I'll just do to the week I am out for spring break. But, um, anyways, I, I wanted to come back on here and talk about something that happened, um, a couple, no, yeah. Okay, so I have this class, and it's the class I've been talking about, um, I've been writing these journals, these, these journals for, can I speak? Anyways, um, so I've been writing these journals for my managing people in orgs class. Um, and at first I'm not gonna lie. Like I was, I, I was like, okay, a journal, I have to talk about work experience and stuff. I, what, it didn't sound exciting at all, but, um, it was actually, it was, these have, I, I think these have saved me to be completely honest. Once a week on that Tuesday night. I just type, I just type about whatever's in my head related to the topic that we learned about in class. And it's really nice. It's really nice. But the thing that got me and what I really wanted to talk about was 
this professor in particular, um, she like since like the first week of class, she's been like, oh, like Tori, like these are like great, like you're on like this amazing journey and everything, and actually, um, this has been really empowering. Okay, I don't told y'all. I be a little insecure in my head, y'all. I be I be roasting it up. Like I'm telling you right now, it's giving biggest credit. It's giving biggest credit. And but the craziest thing is like I've been that way since like I think like I want to say like high school is when 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 the voice the voice inside my head started winning. It started winning. It'd be like you suck, and I was like, yeah, you're right. Okay, wouldn't fight it. I just be yeah you right. you right. I suck. Okay. you right. But I, I, I just, no. So, you know, like I was, like, I was pretty close with, um, a couple of my high school teachers and it was always just so crazy to me. And like what made me remember it or like think about it was this professor now, um, was like, it was just crazy because I remember um, when I was a senior, I was really excited to leave high school. God bless. Um, and I remember I went around, you know, I had my yearbook and I got like my favorite teachers to sign it. And they wrote like messages in there. And and like, I think, I don't know if I talked about this in the last episode. I don't know. This has been on my mind heavy lately. And then also like one of my teachers um she ended up making us write like she made us like like paint vases and um we all like wrote stuff about each other like nice things about each other um and we put them in there and yeah you did they were just I some of them were anonymous okay most of them were anonymous but you kind of knew who it was like you kind of knew anyways but um and I just like remember everything in my vase just being like like oh Tori like I know you're gonna do like big things um I can't wait to see like what you do or like things like oh like Tori every time you walk in a room like you always just you know like you just have like such a bright presence and everything and then like on the other half of that mother was just my classmates like oh Tori like you're so funny and da 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 which I will always take I'll take the jokes I'll take the jokes I'm a funny girl if there's anything nobody ever gonna tell me I'm not funny because they be dead lying to themselves dead lying and so that's like one of the only compliments I'll give me one compliment I would give me is that I'm funny okay so I don't be funny on this podcast though and for that I'm sorry anyways but um and like the other thing was like um you know, like these teachers would like sign my yearbook and they were like, like, like the ones I was close with, they were like, oh, like Tori, like you have like so much to offer the world and everything. And like so many of my teachers were just like, like, if you can just like, like you, like you're holding you back. Like if you, like you can do this and like, my I talked about this teacher before my AP lit teacher shout out to Kelly Sauerbrauer old girl so badly (laughs) so badly has just all like the whole year was just like Tori if you just believed in yourself a little bit like if you just just stopped if you just stopped all that going on up, up upstairs if you stopped all that 
you you could really be doing it like you could really be doing something and it was very valid it was very valid assessment still a valid assessment today and it's just so crazy to me that like and like I ended up like talking about this in my journal and um and it was because um my professor had said um she had said um she was talking about the journal that I wrote one of them and she said like thank you for letting me read these and like Tori I can promise you that you're going to look back on this in 20 years realizing that the things you dared to dream or think you deserved were far too little because you are going to have so much more I see you happy content and helping others understand that they too are more than worth it and you are going to love the video that we watched this week which ended up being like this Brene Brown video that I ended up talking about the next week and like even more so like I ended up talking about that more like what I'm talking about right now I ended up talking about that in the next journal and she was like you know like I hope you keep writing when this class is over it's amazing to me the things that others see in us um that we cannot see slash what others can see in us that we cannot yeah I guess that makes sense anyways I think that um we tell ourselves that we aren't good enough or what we internalize from others which may absolutely be misinterpreted by the way forms these false narratives in our heads about who we are and we cannot change all of that wait sorry and we can change all of that what would happen if we forced ourselves to replace every I'm not good enough or derogatory statement we have with a positive one and so then like this week she just kind of like talked about like how um like she just like loves the journey that I'm on in life right now and like I feel like the way that she explained it was like dead on like it's like just so crazy to me that any of these people saw anything in me or see anything in me or believe that I can do like these big things and like like the, a lot of them were just like teachers or like people that I wasn't even like 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 that was what's like so crazy like people outside of you believe in you like and see something in you way more that you can see than you can see in yourself and I think like to a certain extent I think that's really helping me realize that maybe not maybe but maybe like maybe I am like good enough for the things and maybe that I think I deserve and maybe I do deserve the things that I have in life and I think it becomes like a really hard conversation for me to have with myself like saying that I deserve something just because it like I said like before like I, what I've been talking about the whole episode just like because it sounds selfish a little bit but I think a lot of it is just like understanding your self-worth and I think I just haven't for the long time for the longest time and I just didn't believe that I deserved more than what I was getting from certain people and in certain relation and out of certain relationships and so now I'm like I said like I'm really just trying to build on that and keep going from there like if there's anything that I've learned especially in the past couple of weeks it's just that like 
life will get you while you down, like will stomp on you, will stomp on you. But something that I said um, in my journal the other day, and I've said here, and I believe most days, not, not usually not on my toughest days, but most days, um, I just believe that like everything, like nothing is bad forever. Like life is very balanced in that way. And there you, you can't predict anything in life at all. But if there is one thing that you can predict is that nothing is going to be bad forever the same way that everything's not going to be great forever. Like you're not going to be happy forever all the time. Like there's going to be something that gets in the way um, and you have to deal with that. But like life is so balanced that way. Like even if everything sucks right now, like at some point you're going to get through it and you'll be like, oh. I didn't even think that I could have gotten through that and it just makes you stronger for that next thing but that's just what you have in life like life is going to be balanced and I think that's what helps me believe that I will be able to achieve balance in my life not like balance in the way that life balances but like personal balance like um loving me and giving myself the time and like taking the time to take care of myself and then also you know have like the right amount of like you know friends and hanging out and taking care of other people and having love for them and then you know amongst other things work-life balance and you know doing things that you love um and just having you time I think um but lastly, a thing I kind of wanted to say um, a little bit earlier. Well, honestly, before I leave the um, topic of that professor, she really, she really been, I don't know. I feel like I needed to be where I am right now to get through the challenges that I'm facing right now in my life. Like, I really feel like, like, I really truly feel like everything happens for a reason and I really believe that I'm in this class right now for a reason like I checked those rate my professors and I was like dang like her reviews good like they these are really good but like I I don't I don't think I could have ever understood how how like helpful this was going to be especially right now and she's just said like She's always just said things at the right time. Um, so like, like her, like, just like constantly, like, you know, like being like, like you're like, like these like journals are amazing. Like this journey that you're on is amazing. This view that you have on life is great. Um, keep writing. I think the other day she's told me that to just keep writing. And I think that I really needed to hear that simply because like for the past couple of months, like I just haven't been like um if anything those journals have been kind of like opening me back up to the idea of it just because like I'm just so afraid to say the wrong things which is why I haven't been writing as much which is a whole other frustrating situation um but like it just gets so hard because like I expect so much out of myself for no reason like I'm telling you the goals that I have for myself are just like they're like sometimes they don't even seem like achievable things and like yeah it's great to strive you know go out there and and want the most for you and have big dreams and 
some, but you know, some, sometimes you need to have someone a little more realistic. And, um, that's really been tough for me, especially lately, which is another thing that I said I wanted to say when I got on the podcast was just that like, lately it's been really hard for me to say what I mean and really like sit down and say what I feel like really hard and it sucks like really bad because like music and writing are really like the things that make me happy and I can't and I feel like I literally can't say what I mean right now like I feel like I feel so many things that they it can't even I don't know how to how to slow them down to feel just one long enough to write about or like I don't know how to like like I said like I don't know how to just stop and slow it down and maybe I'm not supposed to be able to but like it just it's a lot right now um but like I was saying the good sis has said a lot of great things to me and the other day I was in class and I was like hey like I wanted to like thank you um because I had ended up saying something in class about how um sometimes I would try to handle situations a certain way and then and then I'll go and and after I'll I'll think on something really hard and then I'll go and I'll be angry about it and then I won't be angry anymore but then I'll be kind of sad about it and then I'm like okay well maybe I just shouldn't say anything at all and then it's just it's just like I'm always constantly going back and forth and I I just don't know what the right answer to 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 fix a situation is and I was like, girl, I just can't do it. Life got, life got me down. And I had like talked to her after class about it. And she just like, she said like, you know, like you said what you needed to say. Don't beat yourself up about it. And like, nobody does anything perfectly. And she ate there. Like she just, she'd be saying like simple stuff, but like, it's always at the right time that I need to hear it. And I just really feel like I'm right where I need to be right now, like outside of like um, situations that like are like upsetting right now or like things that are frustrating um, or like me working through my childhood trauma um, or just the frustration I'm having right now with like not being able to write um, or just having like these unrealistic goals set for myself or like me suffocating myself and my thoughts and everything like that, just like all of the problems I'm facing right now, I feel like I'm, I'm where I need to be like this class, which sounds like so cliche and weird and boring and annoying, but it really just like, I really feel like I needed to be in this class right now so that I could properly work through some of the things that I need to work through. Um, so yeah, I do want to thank you for listening to this episode. Um, I'm really glad that I did it. I really needed it. I should definitely go to sleep because it's now 6:11. And but I do want to say, I do want to say this. I don't know what it is, but I talked about this album a couple of months ago and then I think I talk about it like every podcast. But Alessia Cara's album that she released at the end of last year in the meantime, I'm not going to hold y'all. That album is saving my life right now. Like I feel like which is so strange because I don't think I've ever really felt an album the way that I feel this one just because I feel like I'm going through the things that she wrote about right now so like any time in the past like three months I feel like there's been like some songs on her album that have perfectly fit like 
the situations that I've been in and how I've been feeling and how I haven't been able to say them but like she's captured those moments and those feelings so perfectly and um so that's been really great also y'all my good sis um Sabrina Carpenter has been dropping music um so that's been eaten um what more what more is there to say um also oh yeah I was gonna say Alessia Carr again my good sis <laughs> Alessia Carr she's just eating down she has that album and then she released a song called um with this other artist Clay um and it's called WTSGD which stands for when the sun goes down and that song dropped just it literally dropped two days ago and it was just the perfect time I needed that back I needed it back I needed it back I'm just I'm 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 really enjoying um I'm just really 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 enjoying um music right now from her and um yeah so feel free to go check that out um and thank you again for listening to this episode of the podcast I forgot I have to do the outro stuff which is so annoying I know right also it's me trying not to um focus on the podcast numbers because child who do what did I expect I haven't made a podcast in months anyways weeks let me calm down let me calm down weeks um so that wraps up this week's episode of in distress um child forget it um let me just skip to the important stuff um if you want to follow me on instagram my instagram is child honestly if you just want to go to the anchor.fm slash tori dash phillips 2 page the social media is there i i would hate i just don't even want to say any of this um also um if you just want to if you want to check out what I'm listening to, my name is Tori Nicole, T-O-R-I-N-I-C-O-L-E on Spotify. And you can see what I'm listening to and check out what playlist I have. Child, I'm making playlists 24-7. Like, the playlist ain't even making sense no more. I just be clicking. I really just be putting songs that I want to hear at the time in the same list so that I don't have to click them. That's really what I'm on most of the time. So nothing helpful also there was a show I started watching yellow jackets I highly recommend that show is amazing it's on showtime I highly recommend child I need to wrap it up I need to wrap it up okay okay um thank you so much for listening to this episode hopefully I'm in your ears next week I'm not gonna sit here and make no promises like I said I'm gonna try and if not then I'll do two episodes um over spring break or one we'll see we'll see I'm not even gonna sit there and say that because you know I'm gonna not show up um if you didn't like this episode try a different one and if you still don't like it there's always another week in the future um thank you so much please hit subscribe when you're listening to this one child I don't post all the time but when I do we unpacking stuff we saying real stuff so thank you so much for listening um i'll catch you guys on the flip side um i hope you guys have a great week i'll see you next time bye